we're live. All right. Ah, oh, what's up? <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, this is my good friend, Joel, the fabulous healer. Yes, fabulous um, healer. Wow, where to even begin, dude? <laughs> I haven't seen you in two years. Last time I saw you, you looked like this guy on the left. <laughs> then you became this guy on the right. Yes, what a transformation. What the hell? <laughs> um, well, welcome to Words of Jaybird, by the oh, way, everybody. It's nice you. to be back. Uh, missed you. But, uh, Joel, tell us, man. What, what What's the deal? What, 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 uh, <clears throat> what, what started this transformation, bro? Um... You know, uh, first of all, uh, my uh, username Fabio Cedar. Surprisingly, I didn't come up with the name Fabio Cedar. It was um, uh, Xbox Live that <laughs> gave me that name. Really, just randomly? Yeah, randomly. And I was like, I actually didn't know Fabio Cedar. I like it. Yes, that's and like then, a good doctor name. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was going. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we should mention you're in med school. Um, he's a smart dude. Yes. Not only is he fit as fuck, dude's <laughs> got brains. Um, so yeah, yeah. T- tell us about. Well, what, what, uh, what, how, what got you fit? Yeah. So, um, uh, towards the end of, uh, the year 2016, um, graduation for college, I was working in the ER as a scribe. And scribe? Yes. What's a scribe do? You go in, yeah, you go see the patient with the physician. And when you come back, you're the one who typed the, what we call the history of prison illness. So what the patient uh, told you uh, uh, symptoms yes so you're like a court stenographer but for yes for a, a hospital i got you um, okay. yeah so around that time i was working night shifts and um i was getting some headaches after a coffee and i didn't know what was causing the headaches so mm-hmm. um one night the er nurses were checking their blood pressure and i decided to do the same and found out that my blood pressure was high Mm-hmm. and i was like the er physician who was working uh who i was working with he's in his 60s and his blood pressure was actually very low uh with a very low heart rate and he told me you're young you should have better numbers than me and i was like well you're right so right then i made the decision to change my life and um i started working out to improve my blood pressure so that's where everything got started the wake up call. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I was young. I didn't want to take medication. You know, the shortcut is to take medication. You go that you go see a doctor and they put you some medication. Your blood pressure uh, gets low. But you know, every medication comes with a side effect. And um, I'm personally not a fan of medications. That's why I decided to uh, try fitness. And so far, it's been working because of my blood pressure went down. Yes. That's a. Uh, that's good to hear, man. That's mm-hmm. um. We need more doctors like you. I, overprescribing of medications is like a huge—it's a huge problem. I—I mm-hmm. um, I, a year or two ago, me personally, I got told by my doctor that I had a little bit high cholesterol, and he wanted to put me on Crestor. And uh, like, no, I'll just eat better. <laughs> That's as, that sounds much easier than than putting stuff in my body. And also, why not? Um, why not just be fitter? So, yeah. You know, Crestor is uh, a statin medication which uh, we give up uh, to people who have high blood pressure. And uh, the joke that goes around is who gets um, a lipid medication? And the answer is everybody gets a lipid lowering medication. Um, so it's a drug that uh, is given to everybody. Um, the indications are fairly low because we're trying to catch uh, a lot of people to prevent heart disease. Mm-hmm. Um, um, surprisingly, um, well, uh, atherosclerosis is what causes heart disease, and it will start around. So, atherosclerosis is the buildup of plaques in our uh, arteries, okay. and that will easily start around the age of five. Yes, even with yes, even with people who eat very healthy, atherosclerosis will start around five so people who eat healthy won't have a bad disease but people who uh don't have a healthy diet uh and don't exercise will have a fairly severe disease that will lead to heart disease so is there uh, a way to reverse that the effect is there can you, can you take the plaque out of the arteries or? yes uh if uh somebody has um uh plaques in the carotid arteries the um vessel that supply your brain 
And uh, if they have about 70% occlusion of the blood vessels and they have symptoms, like they feel dizzy when they walk mm -hmm. and stuff like that, then yes, they can undergo surgery to take out the plaques. If they don't have any symptoms, then we don't have to do anything. But mostly we worry about plaques in our carotid arteries in the necks and our coronary vessels, which are the vessels that supplies our heart and also the distal legs. Um, people can develop what, what is known as peripheral arterial disease. When they walk, uh, they don't get enough blood supply to their muscles and they have pain. So um, atherosclerosis or the build of a plaque is a very systemic disease that can happen anywhere. Yeah, so, so you're gonna be a you're gonna be a heart doctor. Yes, yes, yes. Cardiology, uh, yes, is the way to my heart. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Doctor jokes, <laughs> doctor dad jokes. Well, uh, well, we should start getting some background real quick because, uh, I mean, I met you in college mm -hmm. at Millican University in Decatur, Illinois. Yes, uh, the soybean capital of the world. <laughs> um, and uh yeah man uh your transformation has just fucking blown me away mm -hmm. like you were just you were just little, this little <laughs> i'm bringing up the picture again yes <laughs> Look at that, dude. Yeah, that was me back uh i was doing the ice bucket challenge then uh i remember when we were roommate in college and um uh, I remember you were working out a lot, and I had no idea why you were working out. And I often wondered, yeah, why you up at four thirty yeah. with my <laughs> why does this guy work out so much? Why does he try to eat healthy? I remember when we went to the cafeteria, we'd have pizza, but you'd skip the pizza and go to the salad and complain a few times why they don't have some better options. And I was wondering why you didn't want to eat the pizza, but now I understand. Yes, so. <clears throat> It's uh, a bad salad <laughs> Yes, yeah, so eat your salads. Uh, make sure that you have different colors. Getting uh, different colors of uh, your veggies is the easiest way to uh, include a lot of uh, vitamins and minerals. Yes. You hear that? Vegetables, multicolored veggies. Mm -hmm. I do that with my omelets. I try to incorporate... I, I eat four different color bell pepper with a spinach and then broccoli, garlic. Um, cilantro and omelette is uh, a simple and healthy meal to start up the day um, you know uh, surprisingly they did some studies between omelettes and oatmeal for the morning mm -hmm. and uh, people uh, for two weeks uh, some people ate uh, omelettes and uh, our eggs and for mm -hmm. uh, the other the other group of people ate um, uh, some oatmeal and the results were that uh, oatmeal, they found that oatmeal uh, compared to omelets uh, lowered the, uh, lowered the, the uh, LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, mm -hmm. uh, but eggs uh, kept people fuller for a much longer time. So, um, mm. yes. So what you can do is um, have a one full egg and uh, have the rest with egg whites and maybe have some uh, uh, oatmeal on the side so you can lower your bad cholesterol at the same time and stay full for much longer. Like, I feel you. Mm. I actually eat three full eggs with my omelets. Mm. Is, that, is that too much cholesterol, you think? No, um, the recommendation is to have one full egg and um, um, the rest as egg whites. Yeah. So you can, uh, the substitutions that you have you can substitute one full egg for two um, eggs without the egg yolk, which which is the thing that has cholesterol in the egg. But also the most of the nutrients of the egg as well. Though. Yes. Um, but the recommendation is for people who are 70 kilograms, right? Mm -hmm. And that is about... Well, pounds. Yes, that's about... So the, uh, the calculation is 70. To convert from uh, uh, kilograms to... Two, uh, two pounds you do you take the kilograms and multiply by 2.2 so 70 times 2 that's uh, uh 140 and then you uh, go back uh and you add 14 so that's going to be 154 pounds so if you're one you're 154 pounds or lower mm -hmm. you should have one full egg and have the rest as egg yolks but i'm assuming you're above 154 pounds 
165 pounds. So, right. You know, when they do these studies, they, uh, they use the 70 kilogram male as the standard, but nowadays nobody is 70, 70 kilograms anymore. So, uh, at 160, what, what are you at? 165. Yeah. I, I go between one, 160, 165. Yeah. 165, you'd have a much higher cholesterol requirement than uh, the average population. So even having two, uh, three full eggs for you wouldn't be a problem. Would, would, uh, is there a difference between like, let's say getting all that cholesterol like at once? Like if I, if the only cholesterol I eat in a day is those three eggs and it's all at the same time, is that better or worse than perhaps eating one egg like uh, like three three eggs spreading that out over the whole day like eating it one at a time like over hours do you you know the way um, i think about it so if you get too much of something uh for example uh let's say you take a drug like tylenol mm -hmm. uh, let's say you take um the recommendation for that is the maximum you can take in a day for an adult uh male is four grams Right, so if mm -hmm. you go above that, you can actually uh, hurt your liver and uh, destroy your liver. But if you spread that over time, you can actually get uh, more than four grams uh, without. It's like you can take up, to, let's say, you take eight grams over mm -hmm. one week. That's not gonna hurt your liver. Yeah. But if you take that in a single day, that you will like that will destroy your liver. So I think if you spread that over time and allow your body to um to respond to the uh little changes that occur then it'll be much uh healthier than having something uh hit your body uh like with full force at once so if you spread that during the day uh i think that will uh, that's much healthier for your body to uh, process the cholesterol because having like a huge shirt uh, a huge surge at once mm -hmm. is not good versus spreading now your body can tolerate that but mm. but for it's you me now. no know, you have heart. a much higher cholesterol requirement so that, like <laughs> that that's not a problem um yes well i mean i guess it goes without mentioning you wrote a book about this shit uh, <laughs> yeah. um the uh we should mention i should say uh a guide to a healthier lifestyle yes uh, co-author with a with Tyler uh, Hubert. Yeah, who is uh, a friend of mine. He's a certified personal trainer. So uh, th the story around the book is, uh, I mean, with this transformation, I was thinking, people have been asking me questions. And yeah. I thought, how, why not put that uh, into writing so people uh, can read about it uh, everywhere? So around, uh, I think it was uh, either August or September, uh, 2018, mm -hmm. I, I decided to write a guide to um, a healthy lifestyle, a guide that people uh, can, uh, which has principles that people can follow uh, to lead a healthy lifestyle. Definitely. You know, yeah. my idea is that um, health, uh, it's not about doing the extra stuff, right? People, I see people who take uh, supplements, vitamins, mm -hmm. they have these uh, herbs that they take. And uh, no, you, you, sh you shouldn't have to do that to stay healthy, uh, right? I don't take any uh, vitamins or supplements. Um, the idea is to keep it simple, right? Exercise and a healthy diet. But when it's simple to exercise and have a healthy diet, but that is also complicated at the same time because people don't know uh, what kind of exercises to do or what kind of what is a healthy diet. So yeah. if I ask you what is a healthy diet, you'll probably give me some different things, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and my, I'll also give you some different things. So a healthy diet is uh, subjective to people. People have different ideas of what a healthy diet is. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to... Um, based on what we were taught in our classes uh from what i've i've been reading to write an ebook uh backed by science i would say about um ways to exercise which exercises you can do and uh what kind of recipes you can eat to stay healthy you know uh the uh recommendation is not is to have a generally healthy diet but also indulge in some um unhealthy meals uh, every now and then so you have overall a healthy diet even mm -hmm. though you can go out and eat every now and then yeah so that's much healthier than just having a strict diet uh people the, who the age old statement of uh, anything in moderation yes yeah. mm -hmm. yes so you you may see some people who go on some crazy diet lose weight only to regain the weight after a couple of months yeah. because they cannot uh sustain that lifestyle yes
Um, one of the things I like that you that you uh you say like right off the bat in the book is you really outline like what are your fitness goals like everything really depends on like where you want to be in your fitness like yes. you you break it down from like for basically body fat percentage from yes. like, um the mid twenties all the way down to to the to the low teens and, and the single digits mm-hmm. like, like your, <laughs> your ass. Uh, <laughs> um and, and that's I think that's what i like the most about you yeah so uh body fat percentage so Mm -hmm. so uh i think of fitness as uh as a spectrum right Mm -hmm. uh and on that uh spectrum people may have different levels of body fat and uh, for example i stay between six and ten percent body fat all year but uh i'll tell you that it's not easy to stay <laughs> that lean all year because you have to work out a lot and make sure that your diet is uh quite strict right uh yeah, yeah. so if i do that i won't have i won't i don't get to go out to eat as much as possible i don't get to have uh, ice cream or whatever and healthy food that people eat uh quite often so but that's my decision i like to stay that way and i like it so my friend tyler hubert for example uh stays about f- around 15 percent body fat mm-hmm. and um at that, uh, at that uh, body fat percentage, he can have, he enjoys going out to drink every now and then. He'll have uh, some ice cream, have some cheese, uh, have some bacon uh, more often than I do. So uh, it's very important. That's why I mentioned that in the ebook. It's very important to know what your body goal is uh, before you start your fitness journey. Because if you want to stay around, let's say, at 15% body fat, you shouldn't go on my uh, my fitness regimen, uh, my uh, fitness, my workout and uh, diet, right? Yeah. So you should be able to stay on, on a diet that tolerates uh, more um, unhealthy foods, which... In your book, mm-hmm. gives... There's many different levels. There's there's what beginner, intermediate, advanced, mm-hmm. and then there's crazy <laughs> yes. levels of, of workouts mm-hmm. and... Uh, how to build your body yeah so well i i wanted to have um some workouts for people at different levels so if mm-hmm. you're a beginner you've never worked out we start you off easy uh three times a week uh, you alternate or if you want you can do four times a week and the workouts are shorter mm-hmm. and uh after one month then you can go on to to the intermediate level so at the intermediate levels uh you can work out around five days a week or uh, six days a week and i also have uh different workouts i also have cardio and strength training um and um and then we have the ripped circuits which is yeah. what i do uh, the ripped circuits are quite hard you have to uh, put a lot of work into them so um we have everything for people at different levels so that's yeah what i like about that too um so yeah you don't do like specific like cardio do you like that's what i was i was gonna ask you about that like do you ever just have a day where you're just doing cardio it seems like everything is sort of like a very like total body or like everything making sure everything's working together um i don't know yeah so um you know, I, a lot of people skip cardio, which is it's not <laughs> it's not good. I mean, as as somebody who's interested in cardiology, I mean, <laughs> I have to recommend cardio uh, because when you do strength training, strength tra- the strength training doesn't hit your uh, your cardiovascular, your heart, your vessel, and mm-hmm. your respiratory system, which are your lungs. So the strength training doesn't hit those systems. Cardio is uh, the only way to hit those systems, so you can improve on them. So when you rest, you have a very low rest and heart rate, which is good for your blood pressure and uh, blood cir- uh, circulation. Um, so what I try to do is I do uh, cardio Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But after those cardio, I will also do some strength training. What do you so do for cardio? For, for cardio, um, I used to do Insanity. Um, the Sean T videos. Yes, yes. I used well. to do them. Uh, if you have them, do them. They're very effective. Uh, but those tend to be high impact. You have a lot of jumping. Uh, they mm-hmm. can be hard on your knees. 
but he also came out with the other shorter version, which is uh, Focus T25. I did 20- that over Christmas, actually. Yes. These are, these are 25 minute uh, workouts, mm-hmm. but they will make sh- <laughs> they will work you out. For 25, you'll be sweating a yeah, lot. You'll be surprised so, how much you can get done in 25 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. I, like, I like those too. So, for example, on Thursday, before my deadlifts, mm-hmm. I'll do a total body circuit for 25 minutes and then go hit deadlifts. That's a good warm, a very good warm up for deadlifts. Uh, on Fridays, I will do uh, max. Uh, sports training and then go hit legs i do legs uh three times a week whenever i can so it's split between uh some short uh, cardio and then uh strength training so you can uh make sure that you get your cardio in a very good warm-up before you move on to strength training mm-hmm. but now in the ebook we also have some uh, uh some cardio and um some strength training uh, we have pure cardio and then uh other exercises that will combine both cardio and then weights, uh, strength training. For example, uh, I do um, the Devil's Pit a lot. It's one of my favorite uh, workouts in the ebook. It's, it's, it's a hard workout, but at the end, you feel on top of the world. You feel like you've achieved something. So it's it's much, it can be much harder than insanity, um, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's low impact. You don't have to ch- jump like crazy unless you want to. So what we've done is that we have a repertoire of multiple exercises. So if you see an exercise that's high impact and you don't like it, you can always replace it with a different one. And we have all those on the website for free that people can customize their own workout as they see fit. For example, uh, the devil's paid, I can do it in 40 minutes if I want to, but sometimes I tend to make it much harder. So, uh, it will take me now anywhere from 50 to one hour to get it done. Mm-hmm. So you can customize them as, they can be as easy as you want, as hard as you want. That's what I like about uh, the workout in the ebook. I think a lot of people think of fitness and like they're, they're, they're too rigid with the way they think of like, oh, I have to do it exactly like this. Or I need to do like exactly this amount of reps with exactly this amount of force every time. It's very, you should be, you should be able to go on, stay on that spectrum of still working hard, but also like you don't have to kill yourself. Like I, for instance, um, as of for like almost a year now, I don't max out on anything like lifting wise. Uh, anything that I would do, like uh, eight reps, that would be like really hard. I split up and I I do I do three I, anything, I do like three sets of eight of bench for for instance. Now I do four four sets of four to six, and I don't I don't do any max outs. Um, prote- mainly to protect my joints, mm. and um, and it, and it is more reps overall. So. Yes. It's building more, um, and I feel like I recover faster from that. You know, you you told me something that uh, stayed stayed on my mind uh, for a long time. You told me that it's not about how heavy you can lift; it's about how the weights make you feel. And I always remember that in the gym. So even though I laid out to do uh, eight to ten reps, uh, sometimes you don't you don't always feel in shape. Uh, sometimes you not you haven't recovered well before your workout. Mm-hmm. So if I can get I always push my push myself to to the last rep until I can't push anymore. Even if it's five reps, I know that was my limit that day. Mm-hmm. You still even even those uh, less reps than you usually do, uh, you're working your muscles out uh, as hard as you can. Because uh, what happens is that um, the muscle usually don't they do not. So the muscle have muscle fibers, mm-hmm. and when you're lifting. Uh, all the muscle fibers do not activate at once. The body, the body always has some reserves. So that's what, uh, um, for example, some in some um, um, dangerous situations, some people like just get crazy strong for no reason. Mm-hmm. So that's when the body is in danger with the release of uh, adrenaline. Um, the body will most activate uh, all muscle fibers and you do feel much stronger then so it's like how a lady would uh be a woman would be able to pick up a car to save her child or something right yeah yes crazy extreme yeah, situation that, that's an exaggeration but yes that's it yeah. that's yeah that's essentially what it is so your body will just activate all muscle fiber and you'll just be ridiculously strong then so regularly yes the muscle uh the muscle do not use all their muscle fibers so even though uh let's say you're doing more, uh, less reps Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still pushing yourself, so um, the body will work as hard, and you'll still get those results when you want to. Uh, that's where I was. Uh, I was um, 
talking about in the ebook uh, when it comes to progressive overload mm. uh, when you're doing circuit I work out in circus and I encourage people to work out in circus because as you um, keep for moving, someone who doesn't who totally has no idea what we're talking about uh, explain what a circuit is <laughs> so a circuit is is generally when you're doing uh, a superset is two or more exercises mm. um, without resting back yes. to back mm-hmm. right? and I do giant sets I uh, giant sets is when you do three or more exercises and uh, when I start <laughs> yes, I start with four exercises and I'm always uh, circling through them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, on my upper body day, I will start with bench. I do bench and then move on to triceps extension and then weighted uh, triceps, uh, dips, and then mm-hmm. uh, biceps curls. So, my only rest is when I walk to the next exercise. Um, and by the time I'm done with my first circuit, my heart rate is already around 130. So it's gonna hit. It's like cardio, yeah, basically. When you do, cardio. yeah, yeah, you're already hitting your um, your cardiovascular and your respiratory systems. So when I come back to the bench press, mm-hmm. right, I will be. I'll have much energy because I've done other exercises. Mm-hmm. But I'll also increase the weight for progressive overload. Right, progressive overloads. You can keep the same number of reps. Uh, and add weight, mm-hmm. or you can keep it at the same amount of weight and increase the number of reps. Progressive overload and progressive overload has been shown, like in my uh, in the reading that I've done, mm-hmm. uh, to enhance adaptation, so you get uh, stronger, much faster. Your muscle will adapt uh, much faster. So when you come back, even though you have less energy, uh, your muscle to lift the same amount of weight or the increased in weight that you've added. You also will uh, increase the number of fibers that they will activate, mm-hmm. right? See, so there is uh, a direct relationship between um, muscle fibers activation and strength. The more muscle fibers you activate, uh, the more strength you have. So when you mm-hmm. come back to to the chest, you have less energy. So for the muscle to lift the same amount of weight, they'll have to work much harder, and mm-hmm. that's uh, what. Um, progressive overload is and that's been shown to enhance adaptation and you get stronger much faster so i only work out in circuits uh, apply progressive overload and that's how i've been able to uh, get stronger or at least that's what i think i think i'm quite strong <laughs> i mean yeah what did you just deadlift at uh, venice beach uh yes i went to venice beach uh yesterday and uh, pulled 500 Easy 500. Fuck. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, easy 500, he says. Um, uh, diet wise, um, how, what is, uh, like, what's your eating time? Do you, like, do you have a time period in a day? Like, do you uh, ever experiment with fasting or? Mm-hmm. So, uh, when it comes to diet, uh, sometimes we can easily overeat. Um, right. Uh, so what I've done we is yesterday we had all you can eat sushi yesterday. Yes, uh, and <laughs> I went home and fell asleep right away. Uh, actually, yeah, I told you about the vegan burgers that I had today. I've had two vegan burgers; they were amazing. Mm, yeah, from so, where? Um, those things? Uh, honey burger is called. Uh, Shout out to Honey Burger. Uh, yes. Yeah, I the the owner followed me on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, we're opening uh this restaurant today. Come!" Yeah, I went there and I was the first customer actually. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was honored about that, and Damn. he didn't charge me anything. It was for free. <laughs> hey, so, bro, hook me up. <laughs> so uh, back to the healthy diet. So uh, it's easy to overeat, and so what I what I told people in the ebook is. Uh, have some uh set times when you eat so mm-hmm. for example i'll I'll wake up at usually wake up at 3 15 uh to study a. M., right? yeah 3 15 a.m to yes. study yes how do you how are you even like conscious enough to even like add information to your <laughs> uh damn okay uh, so first thing i make my cup of coffee uh that's a way to cheat when you drink coffee uh black coffee no cream so that's a way to decrease calories. Yeah, no cream, no sugar, nothing. So that will suppress my hunger for some time, mm-hmm. right? So that's a good, an excellent way to suppress hunger is to drink coffee. Um, so I wake up around then, have my coffee around 6 a.m. I'll have my breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, around, so at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and 11 a.m., I'll have one fruit. Usually an apple, uh, a banana. Or Every hour on the hour, pretty much? Yes. <laughs> so that's just to keep my metabolism going. Um, you burn calories as well, mm-hmm. right? So your body will... 
for your intestine to absorb all those nutrients they do uh, expend some energy so if you eat something that is uh, lower in calories mm -hmm. you may end up cheating your body so your body will uh, spend much more energy to absorb that food while it's getting less calories a good way to burn fat as you're going right uh -huh. yeah. yeah so so i have those uh, time set up 6 a.m breakfast 9 a.m first fruit 10 a.m. second fruit, 11 a.m. third fruit, and at 12 p.m. I'll have my uh, my lunch, uh, which you know, it doesn't work out quite well in medicine because your lunch can be any time. But usually around that time, I'll have my lunch. And then at uh, 3 p.m. What would you eat for lunch? What's, what's your lunch heavy? And you eat carb? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm, I'm not against carb. I love carbs, right? Carbs are your body's favorite source of energy they are easily metabolized mm -hmm. and your body will just burn them very quick so as long as you're an active person you shouldn't be afraid of eating carbs right so during lunchtime i'll try to have uh, mostly maybe around 50 percent carbs for my uh for my lunch to get ready what for kind of carbs are you talking about um so or, or, or mixable yeah so i try to have complex carbs so mm -hmm. complex carbs are easily absorbed by the uh not easily. They, it takes the body much more time to absorb them. So they are slowly absorbed over mm -hmm. time. So you don't get a spike in insulin right? versus uh, the uh, simple sugars that are, the, um, that are easily absorbed. They spike your sugars. Now, why don't you want your insulin to spike? Um, the insulin spike is, is, is not good for you. Uh, so having... Yeah, it causes diabetes. It leads to diabetes. That is a contributor, yes. So is uh, some simple sugar that will easily spike your mm -hmm. uh, your insulin. Right? So something that is absorbed slowly over time is much uh, better for the body. So complex grain, whole grains. Um, so when you, you're about to buy grains, uh, look um, at the nutrition, make sure it's mm -hmm. whole grains, so easily absorbed. Uh, so a lot of brown rice, uh, quinoa, uh, frique, um, those are some examples of complex carbs. So, and a lot of carbs in fruits, uh, apples, oranges, uh, bananas, these are naturally complex carbs that are easily absorbed, uh, slowly absorbed over time. So that's what I'll have. Um, so around at 12 p.m. I'll have my lunch. At 3 p.m. I'll have my uh, pre-workout. I, I should say pre-workout, which is a banana oatmeal smoothie or a, a banana um strawberry uh smoothie uh and in the ebook i have a lot of smoothie recipes that people uh can just make so that will be my pre-workout and then around 5 or 6 p.m i'll go work out right so by the time i'll be quite hungry around then yes. yeah and so you've been up for damn near 15 14 hours by the time you work out <laughs> yes so yeah so that that is no excuse to skip a workout being tired is no excuse i mean usually you will feel tired but your muscles are not tired because mm -hmm. the energy is there so f the feeling of tiredness is is just just a feeling yeah it's it's just in the brain right mm. so you feel like you don't have energy but once you get in the gym i mean uh you warm up have a good warm-up i generally spend uh, 15 minutes warming up before i start working out that's also a good way to get my mind there yeah and then for warm -up? Uh, it depends if it's upper body uh an upper body workout i'll uh, i'll do everything upper body warm-up curls uh shoulders uh chest for 15 minutes now those aren't like but those are that's lighter weight than yes lighter weight. weights yes so um i'll use uh 35 pounds for my uh my warm-ups and then once i'm done with the warm-ups i start my clock uh, my watch uh, 90 minutes is what i have uh i do for uh, 14 exercises uh, four sets, eight to ten reps. That's a lot that I have to get done in uh, 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. So once uh, it's time to go, I tell myself that you have 90 minutes. You have to go through this uh, so I can get back home and go back to studying. <laughs> uh, I don't have much time. So 90 minutes, uh, nobody's going to do it for me unless I do it for myself. So I start the clock and then just keep moving, keep moving. And um um it's a challenging workout <laughs> Shit, it sounds uh, like yes so um i try to work out fasted i um 
I feel uh, from the reading I've done, if you work out fasted, um, it's not that it's necessarily better for you, but uh, personally, I prefer it because I can uh, con- uh, use my abs in my workouts. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So having your abs... But you've eaten the whole day before then, haven't you? Yes. So that's not and- fasted, is it? So what they define as fasting is mm-hmm. uh, four hours or more mm-hmm. after you, your last meal. I mean, from the reading that I've done, four hours or more. Right. So I will uh, work out fasted, um, and then Me as well. Uh, <laughs> yes, and then go home and have um, a smoothie, which is uh, the first thing I do when I get home. Uh, again, the smoothie from uh, the in the ebook. Mm-hmm. So. So they talk Which about is, this. The download link is in the description. Yes, they talk the about way. the. It's free. They check. talk about the anabolic window in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, and that's a uh, well for the people who don't. Yes, know the, so the anabolic window is this uh, period of time. This period of time after your workout, where you're supposed to uh, get your post workout in to get the best results. Uh, but uh, from the reading that I've been doing, there is no such thing as the anabolic window. So it doesn't uh, really. It doesn't really matter uh, what time you eat right after, uh, but it doesn't whether you eat after thirty minutes, one hour, or two hours after your workout. It doesn't really help you build muscle, but it will actually prevent the breakdown of muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was uh, what the research showed. So after your workout, um, the, your your recovery doesn't help you build muscle it will actually prevent muscle breakdown because uh, after you work out, you have these uh, injuries, in your micro injuries in your uh, your muscles and uh, having a good recovery will slow that down. So, and also from the research that they've done, after your workout, having um, um, a combination of proteins and carbohydrates uh, is better for you because um, it will, uh, you will better absorb that instead of having only protein. So, if you have proteins and carbohydrates, the body will easily, uh, easily absorb that or you have better absorption compared to only having proteins. Mm-hmm. So, so after my workout... You can really only absorb what, like around 20, a little bit over 20 grams of protein at, at once anyway, though, right? See, I haven't come up, uh, I haven't come up uh, with that in my reading, but yeah, I'll definitely look into that. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I see thing. I see like the this LA Fitness I go to. They advertise their their shake of the day, and they're like fifty grams of protein. It's like I I I don't think your body absorbs all can absorb all that at once. I think you end up shitting it out half of it. That that's a lot of protein. And the interesting about uh, protein is that um, your body doesn't store protein, right? Um, so when you uh you eat your protein the body will it will use it uh for whatever it needs at that time mm-hmm. and the rest is broken down and uh stored uh maybe as fat so if anything that is uh in excess mm-hmm. will be stored as fat so just because it's protein doesn't mean you can't gain fat from it uh, if you consume too much protein and your body doesn't know what to uh what to do with it then it'll it will start it as fat and you end up uh, gaining some weight with that. That's what you call in your book, Mindful Eating. Yes, Mindful Eating. Yeah, so you have to be uh, aware of what you eat. So, yeah, so back to the, uh, to the diet. After my workout, I'll have a smoothie and then add one uh, one cup, not, uh, one scoop of uh, protein. Uh, whey. Where, yes, whey protein. I usually try to do uh, unflavored protein. No other nutrients added, right? That's a good way to decrease um, most chemicals in your... You don't eat your cookies and cream? Uh, no. No, no, no. Um, right. Um, because you don't know, these uh, supplements are now regulated by the... Uh, um, what FDA. do you call it? FDA, yes. Thank you. They're not regulated by the FDA. So uh, companies can put whatever they like in them. So uh, having uh, getting the unflavored uh, or maybe natural organic uh, is the way to limit the number of chemicals that they can, mm. you can add to your foods. Yeah. So... And another thing is that if it is unflavored, you can add it to anything basically, right? So you add it to your smoothie, to your foods, and um, it doesn't really change the taste of your food. Huh. Yeah, so that's what that's what I like about the unflavored stuff. So I add, um, I have that for my uh, to um, restore my glycogen after mm-hmm. my workouts because I've burned it during my workout, and then my meals after a workout 
uh, it's mostly veggies and uh, protein, right? So I've uh, I've had my um, uh, my smoothie, which is mostly carbs, mm-hmm. and then my for uh, the meal I have for dinner I'll have some veggies and some protein, and in terms of maybe uh, whether it's chicken, uh, steak, or fish. What time is right? dinner? Uh, dinner is usually around 8 p.m. So what happens is that I'll get home around 7, 7.30, mm-hmm. have dinner, uh, shower, and then go right back to bed between 9 and 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. So you're eating pretty much the entire time you're awake from the time yes. you wake up. Yes, to the time you uh, yes. I, I love food and I love to eat. Uh, if you know, I eat a uh, general amount of food. All right. So it's not about how much uh, how much you eat, it's about how <laughs> Like how much you can burn, right? As long as you're burning more than you eat, you won't gain weight, right? During the day, I'm very active. Uh, I try to get 10,000 steps every day. Uh, that is the recommended amount of steps to get every day to see some. In a hospital, that's pretty easy, right? Yes. Uh, yes, I don't use the elevators uh, in the hospital. When I have to see patients, I use this step. I'll go from the basement to the ninth floor. Uh, Reminds me of uh, Millican. So that's that's very easy at the hospital. I just use the stairs to see any patient that I want to see. Mm-hmm. And then I'm walking throughout the day. So I'll easily I usually get around fifteen, uh sixteen thousand steps easily uh at the hospital. Um that and that's also a good way to um to relax your muscles, right? Mm-hmm. So after your workouts, right, uh, your muscle can feel tense. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you work, if you walk during the day, uh, that's a good way to relax everything to get you ready for uh, the workout in the evening. And I talk about that in the ebook. Um, I talk about uh, three things in uh, fitness. So you have uh, stress recovery and um and adaptation right so you stress your muscles through exercise whether it is cardio or strength training Mm -hmm. and then you recover uh with sleep proper nutrition and active rest you need all those three things to have a good recovery uh define active rest active rest is what i just talked about so you don't just during your rest days you just don't sit around you get up and walk you get uh ten thousand steps during that day right so the uh, research shows that if you get seven to 10,000 steps every day, you can get some cardiovascular benefits from that. But 10,000 steps, you, well, I assume most people are young, or if you're old, uh, bring out your youth and get 10,000 steps, right? <laughs> That's about five miles. You, yes. So what I do is when I'm studying, uh, I will take a break every, uh, uh, every hour and 15 minutes or, or every 90 minutes. So during my break, I'll just get outside and walk, enjoy the sun. Uh, if it's now raining, I'll just do the stairs uh, in the library. So that will that gets me. That's my active rest, right? A way to get ready for my workout in the evening. Yeah, and so it's uh, recovery depends on nutrition, right? Good sleep and active rest. So in terms of sleep, um, yeah, uh, that's something that I have to work on. Uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's it can be quite hard in medical yeah, school 10, to get. What is ten to three? Damn, so five. I I generally get five to five to six hours of sleep. Uh, if you saw my Instagram stories on my uh, surgery rotation, I was averaging four hours of sleep. And uh, when, when so that you're happens, the in there, right? yes, I do get the workout, and that's no excuse. My workouts. Uh, so that's a price, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in medical school, uh, most of us don't have time. Uh, and, uh, I, I tell myself that if I can get a workout in and even if I sleep for less, that's, that's no problem. That's the price I have to pay. Right. So I accepted that and uh, it, it works out for me. All right. So good sleep. Um, the expert recommend about, uh, eight hours, mm-hmm. but it depends on people, right? Yeah. Um, some people will sleep for six hours and feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. What I say in the ebook is that, um, you don't have to get a certain amount of hours like eight hours right it depends on how uh how you feel when you get up so if you feel good after you get up for after five hours of sleep then you know that that, that that's your thing five hours will get you right re- well rested for the day yeah. uh, if you don't feel great then you you know that you need more hours that's mm-hmm. another uh in your book you're like everybody has their own threshold for mm-hmm. what is good for them. What yes. is good for one is not necessarily good for the other. You mm-hmm. know your body better than anyone. It's yes. your body. So um, what is your best? 
not what uh, Joel's best is, which is clearly it's a pretty high bar. <laughs> My best in terms of sleep or what? Uh, any, working out. Um, I mean, I I can I do an hour workout, and that that's that's good for me. You're pushing ninety minutes. Yes. Uh. I, yeah. For me, it's ninety minutes, and I do feel at ninety minutes I can't go anywhere no matter how i how good i feel uh when i hit 90 minutes mm -hmm. uh, 14 at the end of those 14 exercises i i just can't go anymore i've tried one day to go to two hours but no 14 90 minutes is my limit and um yeah it can be one hour for some people uh, for me it's 90 minutes okay. well it's yeah. important to you gotta find your limit mm. be willing to push yourself far enough to discover that limit yes um but that's something that's hard hard to explain is like like how how what's the what's the difference in feeling between like working a muscle so it's sore or working a muscle to get injured um like how how, how does one find yeah find that there, there is a thing? yes there is a fine line between yes pushing yourself and uh, uh trying to prevent injuries at the same time mm -hmm. right um when you're at the gym, your mindset should be uh, should be to uh, push yourself. Uh, but you have to know yourself, right? Um, when you hit um, your limit, uh, should you go on or should you uh, should you slow down, right? Um, what I do is I will usually uh, lower the uh, lower the weights, go down to a much lower weight. Mm -hmm. and then um try to um do more reps at lower weights right um I have, drop set yes yes i have a friend who does that he doesn't go as heavy but he does uh more reps right and um you don't necessarily have to lift heavy as you mentioned just about how much you can work the muscles uh, how much you can activate those uh those fibers mm -hmm. right so sometimes um i mean i hurt myself couple months ago uh deadlifting uh but <laughs> i knew i knew uh i felt it uh i was like should i stop or keep going and i told myself i should keep going and then hurt myself so that's when i discovered <laughs> my limit so when i feel like my i'm getting i'm starting to strain my back i'll stop and uh come back stronger the next day i, I tell myself it's okay um, you can definitely do it the next day. Um, just don't injure yourself. Right? It's it's very hard to find that limit. Right? So yeah, yeah. something. Yeah, I spent my whole life trying to figure that out. That's that's where I finally landed on the not uh, the not maxing out on weights mm -hmm. and just really taking every rep really slow, like doing everything with like a breath. I I do yoga a lot, so I incorporated uh, uh yoga breathing into into like a like bench press i'll like breathe out as i'm pushing up and oh no breathing breathing in as i'm pushing up because i'm tightening um but going slow enough to where i really try to feel every muscle fiber in my chest being recruited as i'm doing this exercise um but also not but just doing four or six mm -hmm. reps and not and not making it so i'm like shaking and <laughs> like yeah and, and i agree proper with you form. Yes. proper form is yes and even i the only uh time i max out is when i'm doing deadlifts uh deadlifts is uh it's a power exercise and you have to uh go uh go heavy on those so i try to go heavy for five reps and uh and then go down because uh, with deadlifts it's very important to maintain form otherwise you're gonna help yourself so i'll yeah. do five reps and uh, keep lowering going down as i get tired to try to maintain proper form but on that for my other exercises i say this in the ebook i don't max out uh, i'm doing uh progressive overload and doing circuits that takes a lot out of you you can't if you do um circuit and progressive overload you cannot hit a max then but at the same time you'll have some great results because you're activating all these muscle fibers and so that's a that's a way to avoid injuries and you don't yeah. max out yeah. avoid injury mm -hmm. um so you should check out this book um like the first you basically lay out like the whole philosophy of kind of what we're talking about here mm -hmm. and that's that's like it's not even it's like the first like quarter of the book the whole rest is just like exercises and in, in uh in um 
recipes. Yeah, and the the uh, if, uh, something that somebody uh, mentioned is that the ebook is about how long is it? I think it's two hundred and something pages. Could you pull pull it up there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's see, let's see. 200, uh, 228 pages. Yes, so it's 228 pages, but uh, the uh, the recipes take uh, about, let me see, when, when do we start the recipes? So, yes, so at page 34, I start talking about recipes, right? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So from page 34 till page 20, uh, 228, so all recipes, right? You have a lot of incredible breakfasts uh, and uh, easy, healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner recipes that you can make at home, so, right? And uh, I did that because to highlight the import, uh, the importance of nutrition. Most of the ebook is not about working out; it's about uh, it's about nutrition. Right? I try to include a wide range of uh, recipes in there. Uh, it doesn't uh, stick to a specific diet. So these are all healthy meals that um, that come from different cuisines, right? So you can enjoy a wide range of uh, cuisines, and um, I'm sure you uh, people will find uh, recipes that yes, uh, I've made those, and they are delicious. Yeah, so a wide range of recipes, so people can find uh, whatever they're looking for in there. Wow. It's impressive, man. How uh, what do you how how long did this take you to write? Uh, yeah, it it took me some time. Uh, I was <laughs> during my uh, actually that's one of my favorite recipes: the uh, pork chops with pineapple and garlic uh, mashed potatoes. That is a great recipe. Um, yeah. So uh, it took some time to do all of this. Uh, get I uh went through a bunch of uh, uh websites, a bunch of healthy recipes, and selected. Uh, what I felt uh, were the healthiest recipes mm -hmm. in there based on uh, nutrition, uh, knowledge, nutrition, and calories, right? I tried to look at the uh, uh, calories for these recipes, and I also give tips. Uh, for example, if you look there, it mm -hmm. says white rice, but I say in the ebook, don't use white rice, use brown rice because it's a whole grain that's much healthier. So I give uh, a lot of... Uh, tips on what you can substitute what healthier what other healthier ways to go right mm -hmm. diets yeah diet diets is everything yes diet is very important uh if you don't have a not a, a healthy diet you won't necessarily get those results that you're looking for so a lot of recipes i make uh most of my meals from these recipes i just scroll down what i ask myself what have i not made in a while What's a good recipe that I can easily make and then make three recipes uh, for the whole week. Yeah, yeah you cook that in bulk. Yes, seems, right? yes. So I have one day uh, when I will just cook everything for the whole week because it's easy to say uh, I'll cook uh, throughout the week, but you don't know what's going what's gonna to happen during the week, mm -hmm. right? Things pop up, emergency do happen, emergencies do happen, and your next option is to go to a fast food or just to order some takeout, and that, that will, yeah, that will easily take you off the journey of a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I find that day I have my every. Most of us have our work, our work schedule, so we just have to find a day that is um, easy for you and then cook for the whole week um, and then yeah, have healthy meals throughout the day and throughout the week. Nice, man. Mm. Um, so you're working on a, uh, on a competition soon, right? What, yes. What, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, so I have two uh, deadlift competitions in May. Uh, the first one Seems is like you're well on your way. So. <laughs> yeah, the first one is uh, is on May uh, May 17 and the um, I think it's May 18, right? and the other one is May uh, 25th. So they're both one week apart, and uh, I'm in the uh, one uh, 83 kilo uh, 182 pound class. And right now I'm on break. Uh, I left Louisville to come to LA for vacation here. Uh, I was at 180 pounds when I came to uh, LA, but 
I've been eating out. <laughs> yeah, I've been eating out a lot, and I'm, I'm probably currently at 182 or 183 pounds, which is not a problem. When I'm on break, um, I'll accept that I'm gonna enjoy, have some fun, and uh, uh, whether I gain some pounds, not a problem. When I go back home, I'll just uh, get back on my diet and. Uh, 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 Life's try to balance, yes right? balance yes so you have to know tell yourself for example tell yourself that you if you eat out you go out to eat you will uh, gain some weight um, right so you have to accept the consequences and I know that by during the, this vacation I've been eating out a lot um, I know I'll gain some some a few pounds which is not a problem because I told myself and I've accepted that I will gain some weight but at the same time i'm enjoying some really good food here so uh but when i get back home i'll try to um it depends if i'm at 183 or 182 i'll try to get back down to 180 mm -hmm. and then move back up to 182 uh, to get ready for the competition um so right now my max uh is at one well the last time i deadlifted i deadlifted 550 pounds uh Right now, I think I can deadlift 565 or 570 pounds. Uh, for the competition, my goal will be to lift between uh, 570 and 580 pounds. I'll be happy pulling that off Damn. the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, do, uh, do you ever, do you squat? I used to, uh, I, I do squat. Um, I used to squat heavy. Uh, my max on squats was last time was a year ago was three hundred and eighty pounds, and uh, so you, yeah, I mean, for for sure in the thousand pound club, you know about so, that uh, bench they, squat but, yeah. deadlift. If you can, the com combination of your maxes for those, if you can get a thousand pounds. Yeah. It's, so it's pretty, yeah, about a year ago, yeah, I hurt my back and then haven't gone heavy on squats since then. Uh -huh. I mean. I can, but I don't because I've been focusing on uh, what I call exhaustion workouts, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look in the ebook, uh, you do I do my leg workouts after cardio. So after cardio, I'm actually a little tired and have to hit my leg workout. So those are what we call exhaustion workouts. So you are tired, you cannot go heavy, so that's a protection. Mm -hmm. um, you don't go heavy, but you're still activating your uh, muscle fibers. You are activating a lot of muscle fibers because the muscles are already quite tired. To activate a single, um, some lower weights, you have to recruit more muscle fibers, which will, again, as I mentioned, can, will get you stronger and have some results. You don't have to go heavy. You just have to know how to activate your muscle fibers. So on, so for my leg workouts now, I do exhaustion-based workouts. I don't go too heavy on them. But deadlifts is the pretty much the only exercise where I try to go heavy. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. Mm. Well, Game of Thrones is Sunday. <laughs> How do yeah. you feel about this last episode? <laughs> The last episode was good. It was a good way to bring out, uh, bring up the characters uh, together. To say goodbye to say, everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we're going to be losing some folks. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. <laughs> you, know, uh, you were the one who got me into Game of Thrones, right? You know, uh, I watched the first episode uh, three times before I got into Game of Thrones. Uh, I had a similar journey to that as well. I watched the first episode. I was like, this is lame. I didn't actually watch it until the second season was about to start. And then I, I binged the first and then I watched, I watched yes. it as it aired since. At the end of the first episode, what gets you? You have uh, uh, Jimmy Lannister who says the things we do for love. And then Bron is out the window murder flying. Did you murder a child for love? No, you shouldn't do that. Never do that. Depends <laughs> on how much I love. But yeah, so that's why at the end of the first episode, you go wow what just happened and then uh and then all came came back full circle yeah, on sunday yeah the brand stare <laughs> uh i saw little memes about that online those were funny as hell um, um but it came from my favorite show a lot of drama uh which we have our surgery grand rounds, which also make me feel like I'm watching Game of Thrones, where people get called out on stage. Um, <laughs> so our surgery grand rounds, um, where people, uh, so we have um, um, 
not residents talk about the different cases that they had. For example, if they had a patient, what complication uh, happened, and then they get called out on stage in front of everybody, and you go, oh, damn, what? <laughs> they like, like criticized? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like live criticism on stage by the uh, director of the residency. Uh, like, <laughs> like a lot of drama. Uh, but just like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, who 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 was who was your the person you're for sure who was for sure dying on Sunday according to you? Oh, I don't know. Battle of Winterfell next week. Yes, I don't know if any main characters will die. I think they'll save that all for the last couple episodes. But I do think a lot of people will die. Like people we don't care about. We'll die next next week. But is there anyone at this point you don't care about? <laughs> that is true. something I like, like about everyone now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it came down to our favorite characters now. It's like, whoever dies, it's going gonna, gonna to hurt a lot. I try to think of who's had, like, the biggest, uh, who's come full circle so far. I think Brienne would be an easy one to, to go down. Now she's finally become a knight. Yeah. She's a, like, how much more can she, like, evolve as a person? I think. I think she's probably i think we're probably losing losing brianne um aria she has a debt to pay to the god of death you know um speaking of gods i, I hope are we ever going to find out about this lord of light like what is the deal with that i wonder like, <laughs> is, are we ever going to figure out like is it like a deity like in the, it's against the night king or like it i don't know uh, that's one thing i'm really curious about because uh, yeah. clearly he brings people back to life, so it's real. But what's the end game there? Yeah, I um, I listened to uh George Martin talk about the God of Light. He based it off on some kind of history. Wait, I don't remember uh what kind of history, but yeah, there is a video on YouTube about where you see him talk about the God of Light and how mm -hmm. uh how he came to be. So if you're interested in that, you should look that up on YouTube. But it's, it's interesting that yeah, he brings many the god of death, um, many gods. But yeah, I do hope we find out like their their goals, what they want to do with people, and uh, yeah, who's gonna be on the Iron Throne? I I hope it's uh, let me see between John and Danny. I don't know. I would feel okay with uh, either one of them sitting on the Iron Throne. But hopefully Danny doesn't die. <laughs> I think she should die. I think it'd be powerful. I think we're going to lose Westeros in, in the Iron Throne. I don't think there's going to be a throne. And I, that's kind of what I'm hoping, because it would make it all... Because this whole thing has been about this power struggle with everyone, and who wants to rule who and be in control. I think it's we don't need it. I think they're gonna. I think they should lose all of Westeros and then go live out in a uh, in Danny's free. I think Danny will die, and we, they will go live in Danny's free world that she created in Essos. Whoever survives, which I don't think, I don't think many are gonna survive. And uh, I think it'd be it'd be powerful if the Night King took the land from them. That that yeah, that would be a good way to uh, to make us. Cry. Yeah, it reminds me like the feeling we had at the end of uh, Infinity War. <laughs> that that would be a good way to bring out those same feelings again. <laughs> Speaking of that, it's got yeah. in game in games this week, man. Mm -hmm. Seeing that on Monday, Monday night at Universal City Walk, the biggest IMAX screen in uh, I believe the is the world as far as I know. Um, Right in the middle, baby. I'm excited. Yeah, I have yet to get my ticket. So when I get back to uh, do what I think about when to go see it. Uh, so hopefully it's the weekend. I mean, you're going next week, right? Yeah, I couldn't find anything worthwhile for the week for the first weekend. Uh, the Fandango servers were all kinds of messed up. <laughs> um, people were waiting on there for hours to get tickets. And now they're... They're, they're scalping tickets now. There are people on eBay selling opening night <laughs> tickets for a thousand bucks, I saw. And someone will buy them. I'm sure they will. Yeah, well, people, um, yeah. People have their money to spend on whatever they like. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, back in Louisville, Louisville's not that big of a town, so I'll probably find tickets over the weekend. 
<laughs> you got an IMAX screen in Louisville? Uh, I think so. I think we have one. Did you see yeah. Infinity War in IMAX? Let me see. When did I see Infinity War? I think it was the weekend when it came out in IMAX, yes. But Good man. wasn't the opening. You must see this shit in IMAX. These yeah. are the only movies that have ever been filmed totally in IMAX, which is um, a 20% bigger picture. So if you look, uh, do a YouTube search, you'll you'll see the, uh, oh, fuck it, you know what? I have YouTube. Oh, wait, I don't have a keyboard with me. Never mind. <laughs> um, search Avengers IMAX comparison. Mm. You can see literally like where it cuts off and how much more picture you'll see. You'll see the more of Thanos, more of, more of everything. It's cool. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> um, anyway, man, should we wrap it up? Yes, fun. yes. She gets so. some food because uh, <laughs> the Blazers are about to start in a half hour, and I gotta watch that shit. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, take a look at the ebook uh, yes. and uh, a make guide sure to a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, make sure you read the ebook to get the principles, and uh, just don't jump into the workouts right away. Read, um, read about how I explain the workouts and how they uh, help you instead of just not knowing the purpose of the workouts. Because uh, for the workouts, I explain why. Uh, you should do them and why you should follow the circuits and be the best version of you yes no no need to compare yeah so it's not about uh doing somebody's best it's your best right which may be higher or lower than somebody uh some people's best but it's still your best right as long as you do your best you should be happy links in the description guide to a healthier lifestyle Follow my man's on Instagram <laughs> at Fabulous Healer. Fabulous and, healer. Uh, Soon to be Hollywood Healer. <laughs> <if I move>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Counting on it. Rooting for it. All right, All right man. Bye, Until everybody. next time. Peace, everybody. <laughs>